and welcome to the Seattle Coffee Gear Podcast. I'm your host, Pat, and joining me uh, as usual for the last uh, few episodes where we haven't had a guest, it's Jake. How's it going, Jake? Hey, Pat. It's, it's going pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well myself. It's a, a sunny Tuesday morning here after I was very excited. We had like some storms over the weekend, which is not super typical for Seattle. We'll get a, a lot of rain, but we don't get very many storms. And I was pretty excited about it, but uh, today the 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 sunny weather is back once again. So yeah, it's yeah, nice. It's but day. I'm also it is. It's gorgeous out, but I'm also like you know, you move here for a certain kind of dreariness when it gets to be like late September, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we're getting it in fits and starts this year. So I hope it. Uh, I hope I hope it gets I hope it gets rainy and and we start feeling the more of the the. Uh, the, the creepy Halloween vibes soon. Uh, yeah, that's fair. It's almost the season. That's fair. Fall can't come soon enough. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so today we're going to be, you know, we this podcast is the focus of it is not to sell you stuff. Obviously, I mean, we've tried to make it more focused on, you know, being fun and educational. We don't want to just be a place. Seattle Coffee Gear doesn't want to just be a place where people go to buy things. The point is that we want to actually provide useful information and and um, and, and educational content for people. Uh, but since the holidays are coming up, we've been trying to incorporate a little more like uh, advice for people who might be shopping for gifts or shopping for deals for your own home and stuff. So um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about the Philips sake line of super automatic espresso machines um, you may have found uh, information about this line from watching some of our other content or from reading our blog um, but for people who aren't familiar we figured it would be nice to go over these machines uh, in a little bit of detail and maybe talk a little bit more about them in, in a sort of more conversational way than we usually do on our other content um, but before we get into that is there anything any new coffees or machines or anything that you're excited about this week jake uh, i may have called this out last time but uh tony's crew brew i actually have a bag here at home and i've been going mm-hmm. through it um with a drip coffee actually but it works super great in a super automatic it's just a really um tasty blend that we made with tony's a little collaboration with them and you know it's it's my now my go-to everyday blend so that's been really nice yeah yeah, agreed. I'm a big fan as well, and I have uh, I also have a bag of it um, that I'm I'm using with a super automatic right now, and really really like it. Um, I don't have anything else. Uh, we have some cool. I don't remember how much we've said about them publicly yet, but we have some cool new machines coming down the pipe that uh, I think people should keep an eye out for over the next month or so that I've been having a really good time with. But it's another one of those, I don't want to name too much because in case uh, the <laughs> we see some delays or whatever, I don't want to spark too much excitement, but it's, it's new stuff that we're going to be talking a lot about in the next couple of months. And uh, so when you start seeing some of those new machines rolling out then no you can you can go back to this podcast where i said i was excited about something new and it's that (laughs) yep yep. Uh, i I agree with you on uh they're they are very exciting for us and i think for our customers so that will be yeah yeah definitely uh yeah yeah keep your if you're if you're interested in purchasing a new semi-automatic espresso machine keep your your eyes peeled on our content and stuff because uh we have a lot of fun stuff in that department coming soon um, 
when it comes to Phillips, I figured, you know, we talked about we could just go through some of these machines that they have. Um, we currently sell three different Phillips machines. Two of them are in a couple of different configurations. And then we also sell uh, a Seiko machine um, that uh, there, there's separation between the two but they are ultimately the same uh like manufacturers so um they're they're similar and just kind of broken up between the two brands uh to kind of differentiate them um and sort of explain like what they're what they're all about so um we can get started with the um, exclusive machine that seattle coffee gear has which is the phillips karina super automatic uh it's the one that you know we got to put a name on it and stuff instead of it just having the numbers uh which is fun and we've had this machine now this this is part of the the line that phillips launched what was it like two years ago yeah i think point? it's like a year and a half now just about. yeah a year and a half two it's it's yeah somewhere in there um and um i'm a pretty big fan of this machine yeah yeah i am too uh i for super automatic espresso machines, I kind of like, I love machines that are super programmable and have profiles, but I also love machines that are basically as simple as push button, get espresso. And that's, mm-hmm. I think where the Karina really stands out is in its simplicity. And it's kind of one of the reasons why we took it on as an exclusive, because there's really only about there's eight, technically eight buttons, but there's only about four that you're going to be using at any, at any one time during right. during your use um and it makes espresso it makes coffee um you can get hot water out of the panarello and you can steam and that's about it and i think that's part of the appeal of it is it's yeah that entry level super automatic espresso machine that it's not too fussy you can um you know you can use the AquaClean like with any of the phillips machines you can use the AquaClean filter it helps reduce you know how often you need to descale um and it's got some simple you know, quality of life things like that front loading water tank that make it just a, a joy to use in the mornings. Yeah, it's it's um, sort of the base platform for the other two Phillips machines that we'll talk about today. Um, it has that uh, the, the front loading water tank. It has the same kind of body styling, which is very simple, um, relatively small. So you can fit it on a lot of different countertops. It's it's a little tall, but it's pretty narrow, so it doesn't take up too much width. Um, and then, yes, it has that espresso button. It has the coffee, which, you know, if you. I have listened to our super automatic ep, uh, episode in the past. You know that a super automatic is a machine that has a grinder built in. So you're going to put whole beans in the hopper and then it will grind and brew your drinks. Um, in this case, the espresso button is like traditional espresso. The coffee button is like a long shot, basically. So it's sort of a um, it uses more water through the same amount of, of grounds. So it creates a more diluted shot that's reminiscent of a brewed coffee. It's not a literal slow brew coffee. Um, if you've seen like uh, cup based single cup machines, it's a little bit similar to that. I want to say those brew at a lower pressure, whereas these machines don't change the pressure from espresso to coffee so it's going to taste a little different but um but it's 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 not exactly a drip brew but it's 
taste good and then you also have the hot water buttons and the steam buttons you can adjust the dose uh, which makes it use more or less grounds which will affect the strength of the coffee and you can adjust the volume as well so you can kind of find a sweet spot that you like for your drinks and then yeah it has that aqua clean filtration just like all of the other phillips machines and it uses a panarello wand for steaming which is like uh traditional steam one where you hold the pitcher of milk up to the wand but it's a little easier to use because it has like a a assembly and a nozzle that's designed to just like make the process a little simpler instead of just shooting raw steam right out of the the tip like you get on a commercial machine yeah yeah exactly exactly and um you know i think pat was saying that the all the Phillips machines kind of come with that same foundation. So mm-hmm. with the other machines that we're talking about here, you're getting the same number of grind settings. I believe there's 12 grind settings on each of these machines. Um, same bypass doser, but then really it's where the functionality yep. changes, like the touch plate and the uh, milk system. You know, that's that's where the big changes are. But even on the entry level machine, you're getting all the same uh, adjustability for the grinder and and the ability to use the bypass doser as with any of the other ones that we're talking about. And you're going to get similarly tasting drinks to the other two Phillips machines that we'll talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a very cost effective machine. Um, we kind of position this machine to be a it's, it's maybe a little more expensive than some of the very basic pod based machines you'll see. But um, it's worth it to be able to step up to using whole bean and uh and and it's pretty affordable when it comes to like when compared to other super automatics i think it's the most affordable one that we sell still at this point but um yeah yeah i, I believe it is too and yeah you know it is you know a hundred dollars or, or so more than you know a really a pretty nice pod machine but the yeah. the whole bean the whole bean thing makes it makes a big difference i think yeah, and that's that's definitely what you're going to with these for these uh, super automatic machines is to kind of get away from being locked into pods or brewer like and, you know, I don't I don't want to pick on people who are really into pod based machines. But one thing I hear a lot about pod based machines is, oh, well, you can recycle them a lot of cases the, when you recycle them, they're still going to like a burn plant like we can't say I'm not here to tell you. <laughs> like the dark truths about pods it's it's hard to say how recycled pods will be treated in your region but um you know it's not always like super environmentally friendly and then on top of that too like i hear about like well you can just use you 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 can use your own reusable pods with ground coffee at that point you're looking at getting an espresso grinder to grind fine enough for using the pods so I think if you're really happy with your pod machine, I'm not necessarily here to tell you you're wrong because um, I don't ever like to tell people they're wrong if they're happy with the way they're getting their coffee. But I will say that uh, these machines are kind of it's 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 not a substitute to say just use a pod with with pre-ground coffee in it. That's like kind of not really what they don't really serve the same purposes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Sure. Yeah. Um, so next in the line, we have the Phillips 3200. Now we're getting into the numbers. Um, they used to have, we used to carry the 2200 and um, that one was a little, it just had like slightly different buttons on the Karina. So we don't currently have it. Uh, it's it's a similar machine 
Um, but we do still have the 3200. Um, we have the 3200 available in two different configurations, but at first I figured we could talk about the differences when it comes to like the button panel options on the 3200. Yeah, yeah. So the 3200, it has um, four drink options, like coffee drink options, instead of the two that the Karina has. It has espresso, it has a Lungo, it also has the coffee button, and it has an Americano option. So really... Um, I know you, you all at home cannot see the faceplate right now, but really what it's doing is it's stepping up in terms of the volume of the drink in terms of the button configuration. So espresso being the shortest, uh, then Lungo, then coffee, then Americano. And you yep. can always adjust that to however much volume you want, but um, up to about like, I think it's about seven ounces max for the Americano per shot, which means on a double shot, you can get like 14 ounces if you want to do yeah. like a travel mug or something like that. Um, and these do have single and double options, so you can have it yeah. brew up two in a row. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, you get the same steam option on the on the 3200, uh, the Panarello model. So it's it's, yep. it's, a, it's a Panarello with a steam button. Um, but you and but the one of the differences too is that you get temperature adjustability on the panel of the 3200s yep. instead of um, on the Karina. It's kind of this uh button combination once it's off that you can change the temperature it still can adjust the temperature but it's just not quite it's as less like if you have two people who like different temperatures then you definitely want something like the 3200 or up because then you can just like press it easily to to change um the americano as well is a little different because i want to say the lungo and the coffee still are both more water pulled through the shot and the Americano is going to be a shot pulled and then hot water yeah, poured yeah. over it, which it sounds like a like a pretty small distinction. But I actually find that they taste wildly different. I like both. I really like super automatic coffee, which is like the very long shot. And I like Americanos. So um, I think it's great that it has both options. Um, but it is you could technically make an Americano with the Karina if you just dispensed hot water over a shot but this just makes it automatic so you can press the button and walk away and it'll you know do your brew process for you uh which is kind of the point of these machines is simplicity and ease of use um so yeah this one the base model has a panarello which can seem like it's not like it is more affordable than the automatic milk steaming option that it comes with that we'll talk about um but also some people are not happy with milk temperature from automatic steaming options um there's like you, we see some kind of wild like temperature tests which are really hard to replicate because there's so many factors that go into the temperature of the milk as soon as it like hits the open air mm -hmm. <laughs> uh so yes it's true that perhaps your automatic milk steamed your automatically steamed milk may have lost five to 10 degrees of temperature by the time it hits your cup. That's not unheard of. So um, automatic systems for some people are just not, they don't steam it hot enough and keep it hot enough through the process. But um, the Panarello one gives you the ability to really control that temperature completely. I'll say for my taste, the, the machine that I have at home is one, it's not one of these machines, but it's one that people complain about the milk temperature in a lot. And I find the lattes off of it too hot to drink when they first mm -hmm. pour. So I, I think your mileage is definitely going to vary. But if you are really, if you want really hot milk drinks, 
Um, or if you want to use like alternative milks, um, these Panarello models of the Phillips machines are a really good option because they're they're uh, they're ones that give you more direct control. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, if you if you need your milk at one eighty, which yeah. some people do, um, then that's fine. But the, yeah, like a carafe or an automatic or a siphon, you know, it just won't get you there. Um, yeah, it's not it's not programmed to do that. The amount of time that the milk comes into contact with the steam, um, you know, the convenience of the steaming feature, like a carafe or the siphon, um, is you're you are trading off some of that temperature adjustability. So, um, yeah, if you if you want something that's super duper hot, like Pat was saying, you know, go with the steam wand, Panarello. It will get mm-hmm. you there every single day. Um, the, now if you do want the automatic option and I find the milk on the automatic options for the Phillips machines really good, there's the Latte Go version mm-hmm. of the 3200 and the, the Latte Go is a really cool carafe based steaming option that is, um, easy to disassemble and clean compared to a lot of other carafes. Uh, it's, you know, it's milk steaming. I, I like the texture on it a lot. It's one of those things that's hard to. All of these automatic steaming systems are milk goes in a tube or some generally they're all milk goes in a tube and then gets sucked into a chamber where it's steamed, like contacted with steam and then spit out. Mm -hmm. And this one isn't any different. I mean, that's how this one works, too. But because of the path of the milk and the way that it's um, the the way that the steam chamber is designed, I think it does produce better quality of steamed milk than a lot of the more. Um, sub $1,000 machines, I guess. Uh, and, and it's also very easy to clean. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so too. And it, um, compared to other steaming systems that Seiko or Philips has had in the past, this does, this does do a better job at temperature. So the milk's definitely not cold out of, we don't want to say that the milk is cold out of oh, these no, no, crafts, no. but like I said, I think it's hot enough. It's, it's hot enough for me for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but the, 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 the latte go system does actually pump it up a little because I think it has more contact time with steam since there's yeah. like a longer, there's a slightly longer path. Um, and yeah, the milk, the milk quality on, on these latte go machines are, are definitely great. You know, it's not going to be, well, it's automatic. So you're, I was going to say, you're not going to be pouring latte art, but you wouldn't be doing that anyways um, <laughs> out of an automatic machine. But yeah, it's, it's really good. It's, it's pretty microfoamy. Tastes good at the end of the day. Yeah. That's what matters. Tastes good. And, and, and I think the temp, I bring up the temperature thing because I know some people listening might say, might want us to bring it up. Mm-hmm. But um, I do think that the the temperature and, and also from talking to customers too, the temperature thing on most super automatics is going to be fine for the vast majority of people who use them. Yeah. It's a pretty small subset of people who get really in there with thermometers and find that the milk temp is too low for them or whatever. And, and that, you know, nothing against those people either. I'm, it's more just like you probably wouldn't, would, would rather have one of the Panarello machines if you fall into that group. But if you're just like, if you're, if, if you go to Starbucks and get a really, really hot <laughs> latte, like I tend to get from them, the, 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 the rare times I go there, um, that's like, Oh, I got to wait a second for this to cool down these automatic options don't go quite that hot, but, um, but they, they do get perfectly hot well enough for me to drink and well enough for me to drink the whole thing over the course of 20 minutes or whatever without going, Oh, this is cold. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. And 
um, with the with the Latte Go machine, the thirty two hundred Latte Go, the the buttons are a little bit different too. I yep. guess we should yep. mention that there's because you're doing one button brewing and steaming. There's a cappuccino and a latte button. The cappuccino is going to give you a little bit less milk um, out of the latte go, and then the macchiato or latte macchiato function will give you more um, yep. milk dispensed. And these options are always a little, they're usually pretty manufacturer specific. And the same thing is true here where like latte macchiato is just a latte, but it just means that it um, steams the, the milk first and then does an espresso pour into the milk so that it leaves like the little marks on top of the milk versus the cafe latte that you usually get from cafes where they're pouring espresso and then pouring milk over it. Mm -hmm. So it's all just terminology. It's a latte. Uh, some people have told me they notice a taste difference between a latte macchiato and a cafe latte. I, I don't, I don't believe it. <laughs> it's, it's, if you have a palate that that's refined, my hat's off to you because I can't, no, no way can I notice a difference. Um, and I will say to a, tr if you're listening to this and tradition and familiar with traditional macchiatos, which tend to be very small, the latte macchiato here is larger. It's closer to like a small, um, cafe latte from a cafe instead of rather than a macchiato, which when I worked in a cafe and made macchiatos, it was like a single shot with like this much milk and this much foam. I'm making very small finger <laughs> motions for people listening. Um, in served in like a demitasse glass. This is this is more like a, a small cafe latte. So yeah. yeah, and you can always adjust those a little bit. Um, you can adjust the milk uh, volume as well as the amount of coffee in these drinks. So yep. there's a little bit of playing around with it, but um, you know, yeah, you're not going to be pouring three ounce uh lattes here no you um you can you do it's worth mentioning too you do lose the espresso lungo button with this version of the machine since it's squeezing in two milk steaming options mm -hmm. basically one thing that customers tend to not like about this machine and i get it um I, and we'll talk about how <laughs> we've got a machine coming up that solves this problem but if you want to make like hot chocolate with this machine, or if you really do want to make a very small amount of foam or milk to put on top of a shot, this machine it can sort of do it because like I said, the latte macchiato and cappuccino functions, they steam the milk first. And that's just a temperature thing because it's it wants to take do the, the hot milk steaming first and then let the temperature fall a little bit to do the rest of the process. Um, but uh, the this one doesn't have a straight up give me steamed milk mm -hmm. button, which is I, I think it's a reasonable uh, frustration for for people with this one. Um, I think a lot of people that's a non-issue, but it is worth noting that this is not going to really be your your best option for like making tea lattes or making hot chocolate or something like that. Um, and and you can work around the functions and and use the like latte macchiato button to get your milk and then cancel it before it uh, does the the espresso but it can be a little bit of a pain but um the 4300 which is the new addition to the phillips line i believe i want to say that completely solves that problem for the latte go model because i believe there's a steam milk option in the menus yeah um, it, it does it does there's uh it's in the more for the for this yep. one it's in the more drinks 
menu. And this machine is uh, awesome. It's like one of my favorite machines we carry now. Um, it does all the stuff we've been talking about. It's the same platform as the 3200 in the Carina. It has the Lateco or the Panarello wand options, uh, but it also has a interface that uses this screen that gives you a lot more that you can do. Exactly, exactly. Um, and it's and it looks a little different too. It's it's got a nicer finish. It has like this mm-hmm. brushed. Uh, what do you call it? Like a brush? Like a brush silver? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't really call it stainless. It still is a plastic like front panel. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it, it's like a, a, a brushed metal look. Yeah. It, yeah, it looks nice for sure. It definitely looks nice. Um, and yeah, the the screen here makes a huge difference. I was actually surprised the first time I had used one of these <laughs> in our in our studio because. Um, Compared to the 3200 and the Karina, which we've had for a couple of years, um, this this does make a big difference in terms of yeah. adjusting each drink. Because as soon as you push a drink button, it brings up like the the menu with the strength and the temperature options right then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also that's like also makes cleaning a breeze because then you can have a cleaning menu which has like yep. scaling and rinsing yep. and everything like that. You don't, we have, we get a lot of people, I mean, as always, you've probably heard me say, read your manuals in the past, but like when I, when you clean like a Mila or the Excelsis, which we'll talk about in a minute, it walks you through a lot of that process using the screen interface. And for the, um, for, for the, the 3200 and the Carina, you basically will get lights that light up to tell you it's time to do a thing but then you need to check your manual to look to figure out how to actually do it mm-hmm. which um isn't it doesn't make it like really hard to maintain them or anything but it's nice on the 4300 that it has that screen that walks you through a bunch of stuff and the you know we don't like these machines are not prone to having issues all the time um but if there is some kind of a, a problem with it down the line it'll report error codes on the screen so you can use that to get better support um and then yeah it has all that drink customization built in it has a bunch of different drink options that you can pick from off the bat but then like you were like we were saying about the milk steam thing there's a more drinks menu that has like a few more options for things like hot water and uh and steamed milk um, and then you can save all this stuff too to 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 user profiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 a nice thing. You can have two user profiles and then kind of like a default. Yeah, like a guest or whatever that doesn't save. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, this machine. Um, you know, if you already have like a thirty two hundred Latte Go or like a Karina, it's and you're not needing, you know, it's not having any issues and you're not needing the hot milk option standalone you know it's not i don't think it'd be worth it in that case like stepping up yeah if 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 you're pretty happy already with Mm -hmm. your machine then it's not like you need to run out and buy one of these but i mean i also know people have upgraded from a karina to this machine and really like i've talked to customers who have done that and been really happy with it too yeah Um, that's true that's true so, so i think this one is what's cool about this machine is you know we'll talk about the excelsis in a second which has its own kind of extra bells and whistles but when you look at machines that have this degree of feedback from and customization you're looking at like mila's the excelsis higher end juras and these are all great machines but they're also all going to 
be well over the thousand dollar price point mm-hmm. and we try not to say specific prices of machines we talk about in our content because if someone listens to this in three years and the price is different then it can be confusing but um currently the 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 4300 latte go is um about a hundred bucks under the thousand dollar price point so um the the affordability of this machine is really high compared to other machines that have this degree of programming and and uh and and kind of premium interface stuff definitely yeah i i'd agree it's it's it feels very you know mid to high end and when you're using it which yep um as it should because it really the programming features do do match that uh yep if not are better some of them are actually more easy to use than some of the higher end machines the the I like to you know we are very fortunate to be able to, to like play with a lot of these machines at home and stuff. But if I were like leaving and needed to buy a machine, um, I would buy probably this one because I think it's the best combination of affordability and um, programmability and and sort of premium features that exists in the super automatic segment right now. Um, so yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. It's great. Um, if pricing is no object though, then the next issue we're talking about the Seiko Excelsis is definitely my favorite super auto. Um, it is a, it's under the Seiko brand cause it's not on the same, it's on a unique platform. It's not like the, it might have the same brew unit in it or a similar brew unit in it. It's similar. Yeah. So the, the flavor of the espresso itself is going to be pretty similar to the, Phillips machines. I think it's a little bit different, but all of these machines make good uh, espresso, in my opinion, not like handcrafted shots out of a high end rocket espresso machine level of espresso. But that's also three thousand dollars and a lot of practice. So, <laughs> um, you you know, it's not really fair to compare those things. But when it when you look at the, you know, the price to performance, I think all these machi- machines make perfectly fine espresso mm-hmm. uh, shots and drinks. Um, but they are definitely, you might not, you might love the the flavor of a Jura machine. You might not like the flavor of a Phillips machine, et cetera. That does, that's just subjective basically. Um, and the Excelsis is pretty similar in my opinion to the Phillips. However, this is just like a whole different beast otherwise. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. The Excelsis is, it feels very premium because it is very premium um, when we're comparing it to the Phillips machines. So you get um, a touchscreen, like with the, uh, well, it's a touchscreen. You don't get a touchscreen on the, on the Phillips machine. Yeah, machines. the 4300 has a, it's still a button-based machine. Mm-hmm. So you're using like menu buttons. The the Excelsis is literally like a touchscreen. Yeah. I want to say it's capacitive, so it's not like quite as nice as a phone screen, but it's it's a very good experience. Yeah, yeah, it definitely, it definitely works when you need it to. Um, you get uh, a unique, kind of a unique steaming system, I'd say. Um, yes. Because yeah. it's, it's a carafe based, so it's it pulls milk out of a carafe, but it also has this cleaning function. Yep. Which shoots, it's it's kind of like other siphon systems, but it, it really gets the job done in terms of cleaning up the... Yeah, it's uh, called Hygesteam. Hygesteam, um, That's yeah. their name for it. And you can use it as a carafe or you don't have to either. If you, The carafe is really convenient, so why wouldn't you? But like, if you're in a pinch and the carafe is sitting in the dishwasher and you just want to pour some milk into a, a pitcher, you can do that too. Because mm-hmm. uh, it is like a wand with a siphon that it pulls uh, milk out from. But yeah, it keeps the, the whole system really clean, which is a thing for me because 
Um, this is true of the Latte Go as well. I, I'm not as crazy about milk systems that uh, pull milk to places that I can't really see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's not like a problem. You know, Mila's, you can you can kind of open the brew panel flap and basically see where the path of the milk is and everything. It's not like it's um, like really bad, but I prefer to just know that along the way it's very clean. And that's I feel really great about the steaming on this because it totally is really well cleaned and maintained by itself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, with the milk system on the Excelsis, I think it does really great milk for super yeah the, the 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 frothing is kind of second to none when it comes to super automatics i've had some commercial super autos that have like a, an attached refrigerator that have really advanced steaming systems and those are i guess maybe better but i mean this is definitely the best automatic milk texture i've had in a home machine um and if you're really, really into milk drinks, I think like we've actually had uh, some of our more barista minded, like more latte art talented folks actually pour latte art with milk off of this machine before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, you got to be good at it. It's I don't want to oversell it, but but yeah, it's really good milk. Yeah. And you can adjust the. I think there's a texture adjustment in the mm-hmm. that just tells you how much they Seiko focused on on the milk when they were making this yeah. machine. Yep. You can really get a dry cappuccino off of this machine in ways that you can't with other uh, espresso, super automatic espresso machine, automatic milk systems, which is really cool. Uh, And then it it has all of the same stuff like we were talking about with the 4300. It's got profiles and the menu gives you all the same diagnostic and cleaning information and everything. So it's it's a really easy to use machine as well. Um, even easier, I think, than the 4300 because it has a touchscreen. So you're just tapping on options. Yeah, I think so too. It's it's not, um, you know, it's very intuitive and yeah, like we said, it's it makes great drinks and it has it has little like quality of life things too, like lights and the yep. bean hopper is a little bit more, um, I guess, shirt up. There's like a gasket on there, so it feels really nice and premium. Um, yeah, uh, I is the. Mm, I can't remember how different the cup warmers are between these. The forty, the Phillips machines have totally passive, so they don't get particularly hot because they're yeah, just passive I, steam. And I can't remember if the Excelsis. It's definitely like a, a more of a metal plate, mm-hmm. so I think it gets a little warmer even. Yeah, um, but if if cup warming is really important to you, um, there's not not many super automatics do it really really well because no. either they're using passive heat from like a very small thermoblock or boiler. Um, or it's like active heat, um, with some electricity, but either way, it's not, it's not nearly as much heat as you get off of a, like a big boiler, oh, machine, yeah, no, like a no. rocket or something. So no. if you, if you really want your cups warmed, I always suggest, you know, hot water yep. into them right before you brew, keep them warm. Um, that's, that's always my go-to with when I'm using a super automatic, I just pull hot water out of the machine and you should be good to go from there. Cause it's. It's actually hotter than most cup warmers would get anyways. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a really solid machine. You know, it's got 15 different drink options mm-hmm. out of the gate. You can program them all. Um, it's a dual thermoblock heating design. So it's t- warm up time is really fast and, uh, and it's, it's steaming to brewing time is really fast. Um, 
And then this one uses um, volumetric dosing for its size options too, which is really nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it's a very premium machine at a pretty high price point, but also not all the way up into some of the really, really high-end meals and juras either. You can still save a little compared to those, and I think it offers a very comparable experience too, so. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's a little bigger than the Philips machines. That's worth noting. Um if space is a concern for you. So that is the Philips Seiko line. Um, oh, the Excelsis also has the AquaClean water yeah, filtering. Every machine, yeah, every machine we've talked about today has AquaClean. Which it, yep. It's, it seems like something small to talk about, like a water filter, because, you know, people have like Brita pitchers at home and stuff like that. But it makes a big difference in not just the descaling, but also just in the taste of your water and and if you use filtered i've seen people say like well can i not use the water filter because i already use filtered water what i would say is the it's still not a bad idea to put an aqua clean in a machine like this because they're like 20 bucks a filter which is um pretty comparable to the filtration costs of a lot of other water filters Mm -hmm. and um they are specifically designed to filter out the the stuff that can lead to faster lime scale buildup in these machines. So they are potentially a little different depending on what kind of drinking water filter you have. And the bigger thing than that is it is so nice to just be able to pull the water tank, the reservoir out, and then fill it at the sink rather than going, oh, the the pitcher's out of water, I gotta fill the pitcher, I gotta wait for the water to filter, and then I gotta pour it in the, the thing, and oh, somebody wants a cup of water, and now I've used all the pitcher water for the espresso machine, so now we gotta wait for it to filter again. Like, seriously, just, it's a filter that you'll replace once every three or three months or so. They're like 20 bucks a piece. It's so, you're talking about like under $10 a month in filtration costs, and, uh, it is a huge quality of life boost for using these machines. So yeah, definitely recommend it. Yeah. And then the machine will, the machine will also then, um, correctly calculate the descale timing for it. Cause if you don't plug in the water filter, it's like, I don't know what kind of stuff your water has in it. So I guess I'm going to tell you to descale it more frequently. Um, which is not ideal. Um, so instead, if you use the filter, then it, it just li- everything lines up correctly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I've been I've been on the side of the filling the pitcher, waiting to fill up the espresso machine. Oh, I do uh, it now. Yeah, because the <laughs> machine that I have at oh, home right. right now doesn't have water That's... filtration um, built into it. So it's a I can sp- I'm speaking from daily experience when I <laughs> when I say that. I think most people at home don't realize that a, a espresso machine like a super automatic espresso machine water tank is often more than one full pitcher of filtered yes. water. Yeah. Okay. Especially if you're doing milk drinks, if you're doing milk drinks, I don't make milk drinks every day. If you're doing milk drinks, then it's even more than what you're getting. If you're just making like Americanos or whatever, because it's steaming in yeah. addition to, to pulling all the, the shot water. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's not to tangent too hard, but, the AquaClean filters are really easy to use. The machines have really like work with them really well, and I definitely recommend them for all of these different machines. It's a it's a real draw for purchasing a machine that they have that functionality. Yeah, exactly. And just a a quick note: so that so Seiko says like five thousand cups from without having to descale on the AquaClean filters, 
and that's not per filter. Um, I think we've mentioned this before in a couple of videos, but that's not per filter. It's you have to replace the filter at the times that the machine is telling you, and then you can go about 5,000 cups without descaling. It's not yeah. one filter gets you 5,000 cups because that would be quite a few years, and that's not hygienic. And also, a water filter just can't last that long. So right, yeah. So yeah. yep. Well, um, I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Seattle Coffee Gear Podcast. Um, we will have we'll be breaking up these um, episodes about brands and stuff with some cool interviews and stuff as we we move into the upcoming holiday season. Uh, if you have a question you'd like to hear right on the podcast. Be, please feel free to drop us a line to questions at seattlecoffeegear.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to let us know and review on your podcast platform of choice and tell a friend about the show. And for all of your coffee needs, be sure to check out seattlecoffeegear.com and head over to our blog and YouTube for more educational and informative content about all things co- coffee. Thanks for joining me, Jake. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for everybody listening at home. Yeah. And we will see you next episode. 